Hey there, this is the old 77. It's a safe place in an unsafe world. All right, here's your fucking warning. Foul language may occur due to the subject matter. This is the one and only old 77. Help ensure future episodes by becoming a subscriber. Find out more at patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. So you guys, did you guys hit like a certain neighborhood? Where did you guys go? We always go to Constitution. That's the nice houses, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Mont- yeah, they're swing. That's yeah. Monticello Acres. A lot of Trump yes. over there, though. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. My yeah. boy was totally like anti. So this is what oh, I... Oh, they're voting for Trump? Dude, like, hey, man, do you want their candy or not? Right. Half the houses by my house are flying Trump flags. That, right most now. of them were. That's, that's okay. So here's what I think is hysterical. People who are so pro-Trump, yet they weren't handing out Halloween con. Yeah, there, there was why, quite a few why? Oh, really? Yeah, so there like, was quite a few. There was quite a few of them that were down. Yeah. That, that, that whole neighborhood usually just rocks. Yeah. And it was maybe, maybe Operate, under half. Oh, I would say operating at a... Do you think that I was thinking maybe half half of what it usually is? Yeah, I guess. Maybe under that a little bit. Yeah. So do you think a lot of that was because of COVID? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What was the official um, like uh, recommendation with COVID and trick or treating? Uh, You know, honestly, I don't remember. I would think that you would probably be pretty safe trick or treating. I thought it was wear a mask, don't stay around anyone for more than fifteen minutes. Right. And obviously, like, don't and if go you, anybody's house. Well, you know? and if you stay outside. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the noticeable difference. Like, everyone was outside. Yeah. People were sitting. And A it's, lot of people were trying to scare kids. That was great. Yeah. I scared my kids last night. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Yeah, man. Um, it was a good Halloween. We never have any trick-or-treaters at our house. Yeah, I bet not. So. I mean, I wouldn't know why. I bet not. Yeah. Maybe it's all the no trespassing and keep out signs that I put in my driveway. It could be that. It could be the fact that you're in the middle of BFE. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thinking it's might be the option too. I mean, yeah. Either or. I mean, you have to have a four wheel drive to get to your house sometimes, I think. And I don't have a four wheel drive. I know. You know So it, I just stay home. <laughs> with you, it's on the list. Yeah, I, here I, my, you are. <laughs> here I am. My next vehicle I'm pretty sure is gonna four be wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, I think I need to. I think to. you'd almost need it, man. That hill. Yeah. Ooh. Our last purchase was the van for obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. We had kids. Yeah. So we've got our old black Honda Accord that has That thing's a trooper, man. Tons of hail damage, you know. But uh, I feel your pain there. Hey man, yeah. I've always had good luck with Hondas. Yeah. I've always had great luck with Hondas. They could, they're a little more expensive up front, but man, are they reliable. We've had good luck with Hyundai. Hyundai's a good one too, man. Hyundai. Yeah, I would love to have the new Palisade, but I think it's a little too big for me. Yeah. I just want a truck at some point. Really. Yeah, did you ever drive a, tr- a truck in your Yeah, I've had a truck. I had one for a short while. Yeah, I've had a couple of them. Did you use it for truck things? Did you uh, haul wood or like help people move? Yeah, I helped a couple of buddies move. See, that's uh, the thing when you get a truck, man. You're always... Are always going to be asking Well, I you. had a friend one time call me uh, from St. Louis to come down. He'd bought a couch set and could not figure out how to get it home. Mm-hmm. I know a guy. Yeah. So I like drove an hour and a half to get to him. Hopefully he made it worth your while. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. James. I mean, he technically was my best friend. Yeah. Is my best friend. I used to, for the short while that I had a truck, I was always being asked, Hey, yeah. man, can you help me move this? Can you help me move that? We had Scott's dad's old truck, which was nicknamed rattling red unbeknownst to me his father didn't know that at the time and i insert foot mouth that <laughs> was great yeah and that was early on in our relationship but we he used you though so. we used rattle and red a lot oh, i yeah. mean the f- <laughs> my favorite memory is we were getting landscaping blocks and the bed was scratched to hell mm-hmm. So we're at Walmart and we're loading them and and the lady that's it's a young girl a Walmart associate was there she was helping and Scott goes don't scratch the bed <laughs> and she just looked at him like are you freaking serious and it was all scratched to hell man. yeah it looked like Wolverine had been up in there yeah and I'm like he's teasing yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Rattle and red. That I forgot was a good her tr- looking. Like, like really, I drove that yeah. truck for the longest time. I would always drive it up until winter because it was a rear wheel drive truck. Not take over, and then he'd have to drive it because I didn't know how to drive it in the winter, and he could figure out not to die. And I, on the other hand, it's could not, not bad if you just figure it out. I mean, you just take your time. 
I've actually had pretty good luck in my little Honda Accord in snow. But you know what? I've never drove here, though, out in the rural areas, because it's a heck of a lot hillier here. Yeah, well, you know that big hill that you have to go up to get by my house. Right. That's not the hill to take after a, after oh, a big none. snow. Well, I bet your driveway, like, once you get kind of off the the pavement there, once mm-hmm. it turns to rock, I bet that is terrible in the winter. It can be. Yeah. I remember there was one uh, one day last year when somebody wanted me to come in for work, and I just I couldn't make it. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, made totally it, I made it out of my driveway and literally made it, like, 10 feet. Yep. And it was done. And that's right there at that hill, too. Yeah, I hadn't even made it to the hill yet. Actually, it was funny because there was like a, a UPS driver or somebody that came right up behind me. No, actually, it was a snowplow. It was a guy on a snowplow. And he came up behind me, and I had to ask him to help push me out, you know. And so then I just, like, went back down the driveway with my tail between my legs. <laughs> and I can't make it into work today. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully that'll change soon. Yeah, we'll uh, see. That'd be cool. I'll think of another reason not to come into work. Absolutely though. better. Yeah. <laughs> Family I'll be emergency. Disappointed in you if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> that I think is where I'm spoiled now that we've lived in town oh, so and you long live so here. Close. That I love that. I I don't like. I love where you're at. Like mm-hmm. I like the thought of that because I like I'm a hermit. Yeah, me I too. Don't really like people that much. Even me though too. I know that comes. If anybody knows me, they're like, what? I don't understand. Introverts will understand. I don't think anybody that knows you really is listening to this podcast. True. but Maybe so a few. I doubt it. I have a label. I'm an omnivert. Yeah, I know what that is. It, it's, it's combinations of both, right? Yes. Yeah, I think that's what I am, too. I also say that um, sometimes I say that I'm extroverted in spite of my introversion. Yeah. Yeah. I because think. I feel like, you know, there's so much pressure in the world to be extroverted. Yeah. So I try to put that out. But I don't think that's really who I am at my core. I always just joke and say I'm an introverted extrovert. And then I got to looking yeah. and I'm like, dude, you're just an omnivert. Get it over. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Now, is that like a real term? Because I've seen that term like on Facebook. But I don't know. Is that like a real thing? Omnivert? Is that a, a term that they oh, actually absolutely. use? They do? Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. You guys ever take any of those personality test things that... Uh, oh, online? You yeah. can sway those. I mean, like, there's some legit ones, though. I'm not talking about, like, the Facebook ones. The, you mean the profiling ones? There's one, like, where... Um, I can't re- even remember what it's called. My mom would know. And, but you end up with four letters, and I am an INFJ. Oh, yes, I've taken that. I took one of those at a <laughs> event. That does, does not surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. And I tend to be like, I know this is a huge shock. I'm a helper. I want to help people. Yeah. I'm, I've am i got a lot of that, too. Yeah. INFJ. I can't remember what any of that shit stands for. Have you ever taken any of those no, tests? No, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. I could Google it, but that's okay. So it is a... Let me find Andrea's it. doing the uh, of course she is. the I Googling am. over here. And it's here. funny because Dave has the computer where all the sound effects. And it's the, the advocate and the personality type. What's the it called? Now? The advocate personality type. So it's intuitive, feeling, judging, and introverted uh-huh. are the four things. Yeah. And depends on where you Where you range. fall in that spectrum. And so when we did it, we did it at an event that it was funny because like the F which is the f- they were all like the look at me look at me people mm-hmm. and the ones that were just like ooh sorry guys it's okay i hit it i punched it <laughs> and then there Andrew's was getting aggressive with the mic there, there was um another i forget like very black and white mm-hmm. there was no gray yeah and then all the were like the really helpful and the very intuitive and the ones that wanted it to be a certain way kind yeah. of thing. And so and that's I was what like, you fell into. I was, yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was funny because that pretty much is our roles. Right. And I'm like, what are the odds? Yeah. Hmm. Well, at least the, at least hopefully that tells you that you're in the right line of work. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever like to be the center of attention. Mm hmm unbeknownst to what some people may think i don't like to be in the spotlight i'd rather just be helping yeah i want my i want my praise when it's due me too but i don't need to be like oh the best you know yeah actress the word goes to i'd be the supporting role yeah yeah you know i i feel like because i play guitar and i and i play in front of people a lot people think that that's just like um 
I don't know. It's different. Like if I'm just in a room with one person, mm-hmm. then I'm more shy about it than I am. Like if I know I'm being paid to play music for people. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Then it's just like a job. Just like if because I worked in Because it's how retail. you change your mindset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm not in the right mindset for it, then it ain't happening. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, if you... Well, that was like before I did pictures, I was very shy and kind of quiet. And I mean, I was mouthy with Scott, but I was... Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. I wasn't ever like super, super mouthy. And you, so with pictures, you have to be, you have to be like super aggressive. And that's why I stopped doing weddings because groomsmen's and bridesmaids make me want to freaking punch people. Is it because they're so picky? It's because they're grown ass kids and yeah. they don't freaking listen and they don't do what you tell them to do. And exactly. The guys are usually drunk. The girls are usually right. worried about who they're going to take home. And it's frustrating. Seriously, that's a thing. Yes. Who knew? I wish I knew that. The wedding crashers, they knew. So. I was never a wedding crasher type guy. Dude, you just hit me in the nose. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Got microphones and cables flying all over the place over here. Well, you know. You took, you did a good job during our session. I gave you a shout out one or two episodes ago. <laughs> but, um, no, you like, you did a good job of like being assertive with my kids, mm-hmm. but also being nice. Yeah. I mean, but you have to keep in mind too. But you have kids. So How you, you old know are your boys? Four. Exactly. And their attention span is 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And after 10 minutes, they were over it. And yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah. I'm over it too. Yeah. I mean, it's different when you have like an 18 year old who is doing senior pictures right. and they're really feeling it. And usually for that instance, the first few pictures you take are what I call the warm up pictures because you're getting used to me. I'm getting used to you. I'm right. trying to feel like fill you out to see what makes you tick and what doesn't right. make you what tick. What approaches work. Right. And for me sarcasm is everything mm-hmm. i tend to be a super sarcastic person mm-hmm. but when it comes to little kids i much more direct yes and i try to keep it short and sweet because yeah. i know their attention span is fading and right. i know that mom and dad especially mom is like i just want this one thing yeah that's all i ask right and anytime i ever plan anything then it goes to shit yeah and i'm like <laughs> Been there, done that. I get it. Yep. But because they're not my kids, they're your kids, I'm going to have more patience. Trust me. Yeah. If the shoe was on the other foot, I'd be losing my ish and I'd be calling my kids not nice names. And usually the kids <laughs> will also be more patient too when it's right. somebody new. It's, well, when it's not and mom I, and dad. I found too that if you take treats and you have rewards, it's no different than a dog that goes outside. For sure. Oh, oh dang. There you go. Yeah, bribery. I. You're gonna you're gonna equate handling children to dealing with dogs. Well, you know, my I do keep my kids in a little larger pen than my dogs. <laughs> but think about it. I mean, I seriously? wish I could kennel my kids during right. the day. So, so funny that you at see- least my dog will hopefully one day stop pooping in the floor. Right. So it's funny that you say that because one of our daughter's good friends, they have five kids. Their their family has five kids, and her mom said to me yesterday, in fact, she goes. So you're just up to speed with us. Just three of yours happen to have four legs. I was like, and I can put them in kennels and I don't get judged for it. Right. Yeah. It's all the reward system. You do good, you get a reward. Yeah. And you also have to be um, consistent. Yeah. and Like if you say you're going to do some bad shit, you got to do the bad shit. Unfortunately. It's a hard one for my wife to, to... That's where I fail as well. Yeah, I do sometimes too. Man, yeah. I'm a hard ass. <laughs> Because if you're not yeah. a hard ass... Oh, you got ass, a whip over there, man. Too bad we didn't have one. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> scroll down. Keep going. Keep going, Andrew. I mean, if you're not a hard ass, then they just... It's an empty they'll w- threat. They'll walk all over you. Fuck no. We got to pay 50 we, more uh, cents to get the whip. Dude. Yeah. You could do the cow. <laughs> uh, we'll just do the zipper. Right. Hit <laughs> <laughs> it again. There we go. So I do the the four Christmas gift rule. Something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. And they've been so bad lately. It doesn't help the two full moons in one month. 
Yeah, I know. All, all, right? it's we all happening at once right now, guys. And so, this is the, isn't this when the Sanderson sisters can come back on a blue moon? Right, and the virgin lights the candle. <laughs> I'm telling so, you, man, it's all converging. Right. <laughs> well, and aren't we getting ready to go into retrograde again? Yes. I whatever, don't know. Whatever that means. Mercury retrograde, which means everybody's going to be super bitchy. Do you believe in uh, astrology, Andrea? Oh, uh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. I find that uh, most of the, because I'm a cancer, I find that by and large, most of the traits that cancers are supposed to have, I have. I My think. mom's a cancer, so yeah. 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 You know, Yikes. obviously with cancer, like the... The uh, the metaphor is that you're the crab. So like with cancers, we're very um, we have our protective shell. We don't let very many people inside. You know that to a degree for her. I mean, at this point, and we tend to be we tend to be like even when we're not okay, we say we're okay, just because we don't want people to think that we're not okay. That's yeah, me. No, that's that not doesn't my mom. match mom at all. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, that doesn't. Well, there there are some people that astrology doesn't match up. Right. Very well. You know. Well, I'm considered to be an Aquarian, and so, you know, they're the water yeah, symbol. Water Aquarius. Yeah. Aquarius. And I am. Water is very calming for me. I think that's why I want to go to the ocean because it is my place of Zen. Mm-hmm. Although the last couple of times I've been has not been Zenful, and I would rather have just stayed home. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like usually that's my calming. That I think cancer is a water sign too, right? I think. I have no idea. Do you? What are you, Scott? Capricorn. Uh, I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. Do, what are Capricorns supposed to be like, and do you match? I have no idea. You don't even. You like. You've never just had not, never no, had any interest I'm, in it. Not really. Yeah. I don't buy into all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't. I don't honestly know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. Um. I think there could be some. Some truth embedded in there. Somewhere. Okay, Mr. Mayor. I do believe that things happen in cycles. Yeah. Everything I, I, in the universe is a cycle, you know. I get that. So. It's funny that you say that because unpopular opinion would say, and this is my unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. that COVID, the pandemic, it's my, my thought process is that it's Earth's way of resetting the balance. Could it is be. a population control. So instead of the zombie apocalypse, we got COVID. We got COVID, yeah. Well, man, I mean, I uh, a buddy of mine just posted on Facebook a day or two ago that he's he's now got it for the second time. Ugh. And, um, you know, in so many words, he, he said, you know, this shit's not going away. And things are going to be probably pretty dark for a while. Yeah. Like, it's... Oh, it'll be... I mean, it'll probably be a good... Half, We've got another year. You know, maybe a year and a half before two years of before this. Before we get, before oh, yeah. we get a vaccine, you Bef- think? No, before no. any of it before starts it gets bedding under control. down. Yeah. yeah. Before we start bedding any of it down. Well, well, we just broke records like a day or two ago. And we're going to keep doing that, man. Seems like it. I uh, We're headed for another shutdown. I think we are. Unfortunately. I think we are. Yeah. So. I'm they just shut down in. Uh, Illinois. They're, oh, well, they're, did they? They're shutting down Illinois, I think, as of tomorrow. Yeah, um, really? Wait. Happy election. Uh, you're well, shut I'm down. Well, I'm assuming they're not going to do that. I'm assuming well, you're still I, I would to assume, go to the polls. Yeah, I would assume you'd be able to, to go to the, the polls to vote. Yeah. yeah. I voted early this year. I, I voted, like I voted as well. I voted yesterday, or well, uh, Thursday. What? Where'd you go? Did you go to the courthouse? Yeah, I went downtown. Yeah, to the annex. It's mm-hmm. funny, because yeah. I told him exactly where to go, and he's looking at me like, why do you know this? And <laughs> yeah. I had just had to renew my notary for work. Yeah, yeah so. I've had to go there a time or two. Well, it was funny, because I rolled up behind the place, and there was some cops outside smoking, and I had my... Uh, old navy jacket that everyone jokes they say because it looks like an ffa jacket uh-huh. i had my ffa jacket on and it was open just a little bit so you could see like a quarter of the seal uh-huh. and one of the cops come up and he was smoking i was like hey gents i was like hey man where uh where do you go vote around here i was like i'm looking to vote early i've, I've got this issue and he's like hey uh, uh it's just right around over here and he had this real thick axe he's uh-huh. right around over here he's yeah. like i don't know you could tell he was a marine too because yeah. he was cutting the way he was acting right i don't know if they let navy men they go up in there and vote. And I was like, man, you know, the ladies, they love the semen. Well, I'll tell you, I'll see you later. And I took off. He's like, yeah, yeah. You guys were cracking <laughs> jokes, huh? Yeah, it was so awkward. I felt so weird, but I did it anyway. Yeah. Unbeknownst to him, you were wearing an old name. Right, right. He yeah. had no idea what it was. He took a stab in the dark. So here's a funny story. I think I told you guys about the time I took my boys to uh, one of the elementary schools and the, co- and the cops showed up because some neighbor 
yeah. thought that we shouldn't be there, even though there was literally nobody, nobody there. So when the cops showed up, mind you, this was in like maybe April. There was no school in or anything, I don't think. Um, you know, the the lady called because she was concerned about us being on the playground during during COVID. You know, right? And the one of the, the one of the cops' rationale for not you know giving me any shit over it was that he thought it would go away when it got warmer, and clearly that d- d- has yeah. not happened. No. Oh my gosh, we went to the the school playground. Lots of times. In fact, the friend that I was referring to earlier, they live right across the street from the school, and she just sends her kids on over there a lot of the time just to play. Yeah. Because kids need to play. They need to burn off that energy. Right. They do yeah. need that. They do. Uh, they do. And when they don't get it, man, you can tell. Okay. So I'm going to revert back to something really quick. You were asking about the Capricorn personality traits, and Mr. Merriman didn't know what they were. <laughs> All right. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Okay. Hardworking ambitious, responsible, and then the three negative ones are pessimistic, workaholic, and stubborn. I will definitely agree with the three negative ones. I'm a workaholic? Yeah, but... I don't like, feel like I'm a workaholic. Wasn't that one of the pros, too, though? Like, a hard worker? It was just mm-hmm. kind of worded differently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would yeah. you? Do you think that fits you? I think you're a hard worker. I definitely think you're a hard worker. Man, I don't know. I think you're stubborn, and I think you're pessimistic. <laughs> You can yeah. be pessimistic. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give you those. He's yeah. a negative Nelly. I am a negative Nelly, and my boy has it too. Yeah, sorry. Thank I, you. I, you know, sorry. I get that way sometimes too. It's hard it, trying to discipline the you out of your kid. Right. Yeah. It's a little. Yeah. It's a little weird. I haven't gotten all the way there yet with mine, but I. Oh, it's coming, man. I already, you know, it's coming. I already have my in my brain my little predictions of who's going to have what traits as they get older. Yeah. You know. So. Here's some positive ones for cancer. Loyal, protective, intuitive, and caring. And then the negatives were overly sensitive, moody, and vindictive. I'm not vindictive, I don't think at all. But I, I am think so. I'm overly sensitive and I can be moody. Jesse would probably yeah, tell you that I yeah. can be moody sometimes. I think any creative person can be very moody at yeah, times. And I, I think also creative people are much more prone to depression and Absolutely. anxiety. Because I, I think that all also goes back to be, to being sensitive, at least for me. For feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I actually I downloaded a, a a podcast on Spotify, and it's called Cancer Today. It's like a daily horoscope, but I haven't listened to it a single time yet. So, <laughs> I think I think that the that the that the cancer traits match up to me pretty well. But I'm not one of those people that does a daily horoscope. Or, I was gonna say, do you no. plan your day around your horoscope? No, can't go out today because your horoscope says this. No, but I do like kind of try to pay attention to little signs from the universe. I think that you understand what I mean. Like, I get that. You know, like when I get a vibe. Yeah. When I get a vibe that something's not right. And follow your gut. I'm almost always right. And that can be like in a situation, like in a social situation, but it can also be like a decision in my own life, you know? A hundred times out of a hundred, when I haven't trusted my gut, yeah, it has not worked out well for me. Yeah, I get that. I always have the little voice in my head saying, Dave, that's not it's not a good idea, bro. Yeah. And sometimes you try to ignore that voice and you get burned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always that, that voice when you get burned that comes back like, mm. Yeah. And then the next time it comes around like, mm, you remember that last time? Right, right, yeah. And so you're just totally, you're worried if you're making the right one or not. Right. Who do you think that voice in your head is? For me, it's yeah. my father. Is it? Okay. I'm totally that, that kid that's still chasing after his dad's approval. Yeah, you know. 100%. Yeah, it's funny, man. 100%. It's, it's funny because, um, you know, my dad lived 500 miles away from me for most of the time when I was growing up. But still, still to this day, I still hold like a certain amount of reverence for my father. Right. Just because he's my father. Well, I think it's because, you know, when you're, when you're a guy... And you have a, another guy in your house all of a sudden. There's that 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 shift that starts happening, and right. especially when they hit their tens to their teenages yeah. to their, you know, later ons. It's important to have a male uh, figure. Yeah, when but you're it's. A male. I mean, I think it's almost evident that every kid is gonna like at some point try to fight their dad, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. Like every boy wants to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's only I, natural. Right. 
But in reality, you know, chances are dad had those same exact traits, too. Exactly. When he was and he kid. felt that way when he was a kid, and his yeah. dad felt that way when he was a kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I often wonder about, you know, what is, what's the source of that? Like, Freud would call it the, uh, the superego, I guess, right? I, I'm not sure. I'm not up on my Freud. So uh, I do know he would say that your uh, your your flying dreams were really dreams about sex. Yeah, he was big into. Uh, I always wondered kids then, wanting to have sex with their right. parents. Well, that was so weird because well then what what were you dreaming about when you were having sex? Right. Well, that goes back as you know that Picnics. goes that goes back into like uh, you know like Greek mythology like the Oedipus Rex story is very Freudian. You know yeah, the Oedipus yeah, Rex story. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oedipus. Yeah. No, so Freud um Freud had uh, there were three parts of your psyche. There was your ego, which mm-hmm. is where you are most of the time mentally. There's your id, which is like your instinct, you know. And then there's your super ego, which is like your higher self. The so it would be like the voice in your head, you know, your conscience, uh, that that part of you that uh that reflects and and thinks, you know, should I do this? Should I not do that? That's your super ego. Gotcha. I don't know if I believe in all of that shit. Yeah, man, that's. I mean, it definitely makes it definitely makes sense a lot, and I definitely I do I do when I think about it, I do feel like those are kind of like three distinct parts of of a person's personality, you know. But not every person can be broke down like that. I don't think. No, I think we're much more complex right. than just that. I mean, people are more than just three parts yeah the uh so do you guys do you know carl jung you know who that is Mm -mm. carl jung was a psychologist that studied closely with freud but then he broke with freud because he thought that he was getting a little too crazy with the with breaking it all down yeah um so uh jung is the guy that coined the term archetype you heard that word before yeah Yeah. it's like almost like like a like your persona sort Uh of um and I've it's not, like the deep down core you self, like yeah, you. Yeah, he was very, um, I don't know, he was much more, I guess you could say, like spiritual than somebody like Freud was. And I don't know, you know, part of the reason why Jung broke with Freud maybe because, you know. Because he was breaking maybe from the more spiritual, spiritualistic side of it. Maybe that, but I was going to say maybe because he was coked up all the time. Well, that could be too. Yeah. You know, that that was back in the day, though, you know, when you'd go to the, you'd go doc, to the corner store. Doc, and get my coke. foot hurts. And he'd be like, oh, you got ghost in your blood. Yeah. Have Here, some, have take some, some cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mix it in your soda that yeah. also has cocaine. That's the original right. scissor right there. Yeah. Man. Ooh, Before man. Lil Wayne had it. Right. Did you see Lil Wayne came out and endorsed uh, Trump? I did not. Yeah, I was. I've been waiting for that endorsement. I, the whole this whole election cycle, I've been thinking, yeah, but what's Lil Wayne gonna do? <laughs> Who's he voting for? Right. You know, man, I gotta hold out my vote and wait until Lil Wayne decides for me. That's an important mm. endorsement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Call or text the old seventy-seven listener line at five seven three two four six zero seven seven nine. I've known men poor and rich, yeah, and seems like every man I've found goes for the gal who serves him schlitz. So listen, honey, and take it from me. There's just one schlitz, oh yeah, nothing else comes near when you're out of schlitz. You're out of beer. Now I won't guarantee social success with schlitz. But it can't hurt. You see, it's most carefully brewed for flavor, gusto, and aroma. Pure beer without beer bites. Schlitz. Like I said, honey. If you like it, like with the big taste, too. There's only one brew that will do when you're out of Schlitz. You're out of beer. Joseph Schlitz Brewing Company, Milwaukee, and other great cities. So I know, like, we don't want to get too political on this podcast. Yeah, because by the time this airs, the the election the election's going to be way over. Hopefully, hopefully we will have seen. <laughs> I'm not at so least sure. a winner. Yeah, I'm not so sure. Man. Right, I'm not so sure it will be over by the time people hear this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we'll still be wondering by the time January rolls around. Probably. They'll be fighting. But I can't wait because I did read something somewhere. I'm not as cool as you two and who voted already. I'm going to vote on 
Tuesday. Yeah. Same for the wife. But if somebody, if somebody asks me how long I've been waiting, I'm going to so be sarcastic and be like, four years. <laughs> I've been waiting four years. I don't get it. She, she's been waiting four years to vote this clown out. Oh, okay. I got, got it. it. Yeah. Well, just be careful. God love you. Just be careful. At right. That's what that's what I tell my kids. Did you guys hear about? Um, I've heard there's like talk of armed militias at the polls. I think that's more than talk, dude. Yeah, I think that's like a legit thing. Did you guys see what happened to the Biden bus yesterday? Yes. Yeah, that they, he was getting run off the road. Yeah, they canceled the event. Actually. Yeah. My favorite is the um, souped-up trucks that keep floating around town. I saw oh, several of them here? today when yeah. I was out just running a few errands, and I was like, seriously? Yeah, there was one at the gas station when I gassed up like, on my way over here. You can take that flag and shove it up your butthole. They're all over by my house. <laughs> I do feel that way, too. Uh, but I will say this. So I went to... Um, is Fulton Callaway County? Mm-hmm, yep. Okay, so I was going to the, one of the wineries over there to visit some f- Edward Jones friends. And on my way, because it's in the middle of BFE, there were lots of Biden signs. Oh, really? And, and things. And uh-huh. I was like, aw, for every, you know, five Trump, there was one Biden. And every time I'd see a Biden, I'd go honk honk. Yeah. Because I'm just like, <laughs> Thank you. Finally. Yeah. yeah. There's one um, when you turn when you turn off a highway 94 to go towards my house. There's a big Biden sign out there. He takes it out every night. I yeah, don't blame him. I don't blame him. Puts it back every morning. I don't. I don't blame him at all. And honestly, I mean, you know, it's I'm, it's not like the same thing is not happening with Trump signs too. Oh, I'm not trying to say that it's just, that was just m- him. So. It's just nice to see opposing. You yeah. know, even now, I feel like with with it being still so politicized, it's yeah. nice to see some opposing in the same in the same state. Yeah, for or sure. the opposing side in a state like ours that's you know very one sided. Yeah, they're out there, man. Yeah, as you know from living where you oh absolutely you grew up in, they're out there, man. It's... Mine was the reverse, or ours was the reverse. So Chicago was very Democrat, very blue. Yeah, very downstate was very red. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff from back home, and it's Trump everywhere. Yeah, just like Missouri, other than Kansas City, St. Louis, and right. Columbia, maybe Springfield. Right, right. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's I, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, man. Um, my my prediction is that that it, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm afraid that that it's gonna end up in the courts. Oh, I'm sure it will. And if that happens, well, there was a point to to quickly bring in another Supreme Court justice. Eight days, eight days before the election, right? Yeah, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. If you have that opportunity, I guess, I guess so. I guess so, man. But the tables were turned four years, yeah. four years ago. Years ago, yeah, and so. it, it never happened. That's the thing about it, man. Is I feel like the I think that the two opposing sides are playing by a completely different set of rules. Well, we've. I was I was listening to an NPR segment the other day where they were talking with a psychologist, and he was talking about like every so. You, it's funny because it, it kind of tosses back to your everything comes in cycles. Yeah, and it was like you know when you follow history and you have like like after a bit of a depression yeah. and then you come up and you know you have all these different ways that people start to behave. Like yeah. we're kind of behaving again, like the rise of World War Two. Absolutely, where the we rise are. of you know fascism is becoming popular. Yeah. And it's becoming common yeah. and accepted as common. Yeah, and my only hope is that that pendulum will start to swing back the other way. And I don't know once once that can once that band-aid's been ripped off, can we put it back on? Yeah. Because I feel like now even if Trump loses, we're still in a world of shit. Right. Well, it's like I told it's like I told our boy last night when he when we walked up to some of these places and he was like these guys are voting for Trump and I'm like, "You know, dude, do you want their candy or not?" <laughs> right. Cuz after the election and it's all said and done and that guy goes away or if he goes away or whatever, you're still going to have to live next to this guy, you right. know. Yeah. We went up and got candy, yeah. but you know, I mean, we're still going to have to live next to them. Yeah. The only thing that I hate is I feel like now, because everything has been so politicized, I feel like all those Trump supporters are absolute racists. Well, you know, like I, not all of them are, and I know that, but that's right. how I feel like if you're going with that, like, then, yeah. Then you're at least complacent. You're okay with it. And, you know, this is a very unpopular thing to say, 
but I think it's true. Just because you just because you voted for Trump doesn't mean you're a racist. But if you're a racist, you probably voted for for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. But again, I don't think it helps to generalize, man. No. Just like every liberal like me, you know, doesn't want uh, It just gets so old. You yeah, know? yeah. Especially being surrounded by people who don't think like I do, right. I guess. Yeah, me too. I think where my biggest frustration comes from is then you have the other two people that are going to be on the ballot. And I know for a fact that some people are going to vote for them. And I guess for me, if they can't even get a ticket into the lottery... Why do we even put them on there? You're talking and, about the third party candidates? Yeah, like Joe Jorgensen and I Kanye West. And oh, is he on the ballot? I think in he's on I think he's on the ballot in I, some states. I didn't see him. He was not on my ballot. You know in what? Missouri. Hold on. Yeah. You gonna pull it up? I, I think I took a picture of my ballot. My, did you? I did too, actually. It's in my phone book somewhere. My hope is that if we wanna give people another option to vote. Yeah. And truly let their vote matter mm, right then i wish the electoral college would allow those other votes to be heard it should be popular vote dude i That's, don't think it should be i uh, really don't so are you are you saying um because like because the fact that so much of the country is red and most of the blue is in the big cities like is it no. is it an underrepresentation thing for you it is a representation thing i i do feel like the way it is now it's not perfect right yeah. but we don't have anything on earth currently working, maybe something in the past that has long died out, but nothing that we know of is working nearly as well as this does. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we need to to shift that to popular opinion. I mean, popular opinion, I feel like, yes, that could be sometimes the right thing, but in times like we had before, it could also be the wrong thing. Yeah. You know, and we need that safeguard in place to elect our leaders like that. What I feel is really wrong with the Electoral College is you have states that have passed laws that, that's, that lock their vote in, mm-hmm. basically, saying they can't have a change of conscience. If they do, they'll be prosecuted afterwards, or yeah. they can face, you know, 30 or 40 or 90 days in jail. Well, that's the thing that's screwed up about the Electoral College for me, is that it's based not on popular vote at all. It's based on these electors. It's, it's based on delegates. And if these electors want to vote separately from the popular vote in their right. state, they can. And if you follow it through the, the primaries and everything, it's all about getting the, the current amount, and then when you start doing you know stately stuff that's mm-hmm. that's when you start getting amounts in yeah and that's in lies where my frustration is at because i realize it's their right to be on the ballot but if you're going to be on the ballot and it not be or how and, do i want to say you not quote, have unquote, any chance of winning a wasted vote yeah well it wouldn't be a wasted vote if half of the population decided to vote for you right that wouldn't be a wasted vote. It's a tough question. If at question. the last minute, say, like, okay, say in a horrible, God, terrible, no-win situation, right? And you had the president and the vice president go down, and they're gone. And then the other candidate, either something happens and he's gone, well, then no one can run, right? Well, no, these guys would all get voted for, and good chance they would all be voted in. Yeah. Do you guys remember... Um that would be a horrible situation. We had a governor way before you guys lived here named Mel Carnahan. He, he died in a plane wreck. I do vaguely remember hearing about that. So when he died, it was just uh, a couple months prior to an election, and he was already on the ballot. for It was a, a Senate race. and He won. He, after he? he died, he still won, and his wife took yeah. his seat for him. That happened in Illinois I roughly around the same time with Vince DiMuzio. Yes. Similar she, deal? She just passed away. He mm-hmm. died of colon cancer, mm-hmm. uh, and I believe it was, like, just days after the election. Like, he wow. died. He won the election, died, and was never sworn in. Yeah. And she stood in for him, swore in, and then... Was that Deanna? Yeah. Wow. And then she had, like, I think, like, two or three terms. She she went on to do more afterwards. Wow. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was cool. She just recently passed away, too. I think Mel Carnahan, for people that have lived in Missouri their whole life, is... Oh, nice. 
we're looking at some of Scott's beautiful graphic work. Yeah, so there was uh, the three of us in a hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. Actual photo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was not a face and whole photo at all. (laughs) Nope, nope. No. That's yeah, during COVID even. I oh. said pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, man, I think, um, I don't know. I think whatever happens, I think it's going to be a weird few months for America. Oh, it's definitely going to be weird. I agree. No, uh, no doubt about that. Yeah, there you go. I just hope that it, um, Dang it. That it remains peaceful. Yeah, I do too. We're going to listen back to this and be like, we had no fucking clue. As long as it's not the world's end. You, you ever seen that flick? The world's end about the guys going on the last pub drink or pub crawl or whatever. Yeah, and just the, watched and it with you today. And the world actually ends. It I don't know. On, uh, what channel was that? Uh, the IFC. The, yeah, the IFC channel. I've seen a movie or two with basically that same type it's of It's a plot. British It's flick. a Simon, okay, Simon Pegg flick. I gotcha. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It yeah. I've been, you know, I've been trying to find a good new comedy. Jesse's been watching Shit's Creek. You guys watch that? Uh-uh. I haven't. I've yeah. been watching New Girl. I think I've heard of that. What's that? Is it Netflix? It's, uh, it was a Fox sitcom. It was Wasn't it? Zoe Deschanel. Uh-huh. I know who that is. Um, she basically lives in a flat with four guys, and it's just their shenanigans. Uh-huh. Okay. But it's funny because it. The theme song at first was, who's that girl? It's Jess. And so Katie is like, can we watch who's that girl? It's Jess. Uh-huh. And she thinks it's a movie and not a, a TV show. Right. So like, let me watch and that she's movie. she's further along in it than what I am uh-huh. because I'm old and I fall asleep <laughs> nine times out of ten. It's so hard to watch an entire series when you're a parent. It's so it's hard. It's hard, period. <laughs> I don't get the same enjoyment from television as I did when I was a teenager and a young adult. I just, I have too many irons in the fire. Yeah. A lot of them I'm avoiding, like mainly photography right now. I have so many edits that need to be done and I'm just like, uh, yeah, don't have time to get, uh, I just can't get my, my brain to like switch on and say let's do this I'm that's just, the hard part i'm struggling for me. yeah right now. Oh, the, the the shooting is the fun part yeah the recording is the fun part yeah see the editing that's oh, the not so fun part but i go through spurts where i'm like i dread the going and taking the pictures and i can't wait to edit and then i go through other spurts where i'm like yay Pictures. i shot them and now i gotta edit them yeah. fml <laughs> yeah That happens, though. I mean, that happens. And this time of year is just always busy in general because you guys are busy at work. The kids seem to be busier with stuff. There's fall things that you want to do, which was hard to do this year because we didn't go to a pumpkin patch like we normally do. We haven't had a fire like we normally do. Yeah. Um, We wanted to carve pumpkins on Friday, but neither one of ours could have cared less. Yeah, kids didn't want to. They did paint pumpkins with their friends. That was Saturday the weird morning. thing I thought. Like and the I, and little I had ones. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, and I had a friend. He had a, a boy Katie's age, and he didn't want to go trick or treating this year. I'm kind of that kid though. Because he just didn't want to do it. I hated dressing up for Halloween when I was younger. I had oh, a bad. Come on, that was fun. Oh, I had a bad Halloween you. experience. I Anxiety. Was, I was dressed up like a vampire one year. I was probably in like second grade. And I was going up the stairs to go up to this house to trick or treat, and I fell. Oh! I fell down the steps, and like my mouth was bleeding and stuff. Oh, damn! So, so you really did look like a vampire. I really did look like a vampire there for a while. So that was my traumatic um, uh, Halloween experience. But I still trick or treated after that. <laughs> that just rubbed some dirt on it. Went back out there and got takes, some more candy. Well, no, I didn't go more that night. I was done that <laughs> night. But I didn't let it keep me down the next year. Hey. See, yeah. for me, I think I was pretty much. And I said just a minute ago, anxiety for me and my anxiety as a kid was never really diagnosed. Like now looking back, holy moly. Yeah, you've had a lot of it. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it it's rampant on both sides of my family. Well, what made you so anxious, though? I don't know. Was it going out and being around other kids? Too well, many kids the, out? That's the argument is that kids don't have anything to be anxious about. But I, I mean, they do. I differ. I do not. I do not agree with that. I feel like for me, it was a couple of different things. I mean, I grew up kind of with this chip, if you will, that I was the unwanted kid. And so I 
always felt like out of place and I never could really identify with kids my age. Like I was always around adults. So I, I found it easier to talk to adults. Mm -hmm. And so being around youth my age made me nervous because of that reason. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to react to them or respond to them or, you know, have conversations because I was always with my grandparents or I was always with my aunt. You know, I, my mom was out doing her things. And so I, or if I was with her, of course, she was always around adults because she did like some sort of home health care. So it was always geriatric age mm-hmm. is what I was around. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, of course, when you hit that those fun ages of like 12 and 13 and you start to become really aware of everything and how you're not good enough and you're not popular enough and you're not skinny yeah. enough and you don't fit all these little boxes and molds right. and things. Right. It was just like, I can remember the first two weeks of school every year in middle school. I would make myself a nervous wreck that I would throw up every morning. And my mom thought I was bulimic. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that I was a bulimic. I was just a freaking ball of nerves. Yeah. And I was I had, to get, I had to get through the first hurdle, if you will. And yeah. then I was fine after that. Yeah. yeah, I remember having that for that first like couple weeks of school. Mm-hmm. But it was, was just... Like, oh, God, we're back doing this again. And oh. do you remember... So one thing that we used to do when we were in elementary school, we have the Easter bonnet parade. Oh, God, yes. Fucking hated that. I loved that was that. the stupidest shit ever. I loved it. Or we'd have the Halloween costume parade. I loved that too. No, see, this is me. I don't want to be in the spotlight. I don't want to be. I thought it was dumb. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, but that's the beauty of Halloween is you can wear right. something and nobody knows who you are. Yeah, you no, know? no. So for the, the Easter brain. bonnet, I always wore my mom's colander upside down. <laughs> Every year. And it was dumb as shit. I did the same thing every year. Oh, my God. I thought they were so stupid. I remember one year. I didn't even participate. It was fourth grade. I didn't participate, but I had to walk. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes, well, when I was there, they started handing out to the people who didn't participate, like Mm -hmm. little 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 headband thingies that they could wear if they wanted. I just, I don't know. Like, that's where the anxiety for me came in because I've always felt like out of place out of and i mean i'm a nail biter still to this day so is my wife yep um that's her only like real my bad knee? habit that she has though oh my gosh so it was funny the other day at work dakota and i were sitting and we were out of sync bouncing our knees mm. and our boss goes if you guys could just sync up that would be great because yeah. she was going this way and i was going this way and neither one of you probably had were even aware of it it was like you were yeah. shaking paint yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> the whole floor is just... and i think <laughs> it's <laughs> comical <laughs> because now because I'm in a new office now, he's very anxious too. And like, uh-huh. I see his things. Like when he gets, you see his little ticks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so <laughs> I think now that I'm completely aware of it, it's amazing to me how many people do have anxiety and yeah. they don't even realize it because my previous office, I totally diagnosed that boss. And I was going to say, dude, you have anxiety and now she takes medicine for it and she's totally chill. Yeah. And I'm like, see, yeah. I'm like, so many people don't even realize they have it. And if people like Scott can deal with it. Yeah. And I'm happy for him that he's not like me and has to be medicated. Not all the time. But for me, I know if I don't, because I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm not very well behaved and, and disciplined with taking it. And mm-hmm. I get to where I'm feeling good. And then I forget. Yeah. And then I fall off the wagon and life is hell for him. And so I apologize. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I know what it's like. But then it's like, it's, oh, it's awful. I hate it. I I tell him there's times where I'll be in like a moment and I'll be crying and I'll be like, why can't they just flip a switch in my brain and just be done? And I even tell the doctor sometimes, I'm like, I would just be good if I was at a constant, like, just a constant, you know, a straight line. I have no highs. I have no lows. She's like, Andrea, but we want you to fill. Right. Yes, doctor, but I don't want to fill. <laughs> well, Can you fix that for me? That's the thing, though, man, is you got to have the lows with the highs. I know. I mean, I used to take anxiety medication all the time. I don't these days. Yeah, and some people can wing themselves off, and I think more power to them. Great. They find things that work for them. Well, I never judge anybody, man, because we're all on our own path. Right. What works for you doesn't necessarily work for me. Like, I know for me, like, I've gone down the path of, like, the antidepressants. And for me, that made me twice as worse. Yeah. I don't want to go down that path. 
I didn't want to go down that path either. Really it, was a, it was a doctor that basically told me that I needed to. And, right. you know, you're taught to believe oh, yeah, that you your doctor is always right. And I don't whatever. Think, yeah. I don't think that's the case, man. I think a lot of most doctors are pushing products that are being pushed to them. Right. You know, it's a money make. Well, it's a yeah, business. Yeah. It's a business. So I got started when Jonah was one. My grandma told me, she's like, you're going to have a nervous breakdown. You need to get on something. Mm -hmm. And after that, because, I mean, we were, I was having real tiffs with my mom at the time. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was one point they were working different medicines. And it was great. I was talking about how I was, like, I didn't feel anything. I didn't get... And the doctor was like, yeah, we have to tweak this. And I'm like, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then I, when I was pregnant with Katie, I had to go down off of them because mm-hmm. it's not, they're not safe for a pregnancy. Right. And I can remember as soon as she was born, I was like, okay, start me back up. Yeah. Was it hard to get off of them? It's hard. Yeah. It's not easy. And I've been changing it recently and it's, it's not easy. And I feel sorry for the people that I live with because it's not. Mm-hmm. And the worst part about it is that you see yourself spiraling, but yet you can't, you can't rein yourself in enough to say, dude, you got this. Yeah. Because you're so caught in the moment. Yeah. I've been there, man. I've been there. It, it's, um, it's, it's a tough thing. Anxiety is a tough thing. And, and I think a big part of it is just that we're told, you know, taught to ignore it we're taught that mental illness isn't an illness right because you can't see it right but yet you can see it when the person is crumbling and i think it's even more so when you're a dude because yeah. dudes are never supposed to need you well know, we're not supposed to have feelings no. right yeah essentially i mean i see yeah. it with our son boys our son, don't cry our right. son has anxiety mm-hmm. oh god does he ever I mean, he, I will watch him chew his fingernails, the skin around them. There are certain things that he doesn't want to do, the social part of things. Like, yeah. we... We go grocery shopping, like, what, every week, every other week? Mm-hmm, roughly. And he just, like, as of late, has refused to go because mm-hmm. it's too many people. Mm-hmm. Like, when we go to Aldi's or we'll go to Walmart and we come walking in, he's just overwhelmed. Is and he? see, I used to be overstimulated like that. I would feel like the walls were just, I was climbing to get out of there. And yeah. so I don't pressure him anymore because, one, he's old enough to stay here Yeah. for the time that it takes us to go. Right, right, shop. yeah. And well, I mean, we can get it done in about an hour, two hours tops, you know, three max. And, and he's good here usually with a tablet or... And we have a phone at home dedicated with a with a line so he can pick it up he and needs call to us. Uh, get a hold of And you he calls can. us sometimes, yeah. you know. Where are you at? Where are you, Why are you at? taking so long? Does he have neighborhood friends that come over and hang sometimes? He's a loner. No. Yeah. Were you that way when you were a kid too, Scott? Only, only because I had to be. Yeah. Like, there was no one else around. Right. Um, I remember riding my bike like uptown and, and, and trying to make friends, but there mm-hmm. wasn't a whole lot of kids around. Yeah. Small town. Yeah. Very small. But that's not that way for Jonah, man. I think he goes to a pretty big school. Right. Yeah. The problem He's... he lies into is that he is the weird kid. Well. And cognitively, yes, at the age, he'll be 11 in a couple of weeks. Right. Cognitively. He should be an 11-year-old. Like, he should have been able to go out and walk with his friends for, like, you know, Halloween. But I think he's probably seven. Yeah, I'd say he's six. He identifies with younger kids. Mm -hmm. And so part of that, too, I I read something. I forget what they call it. Um, You can hold them when they're in kindergarten and not send them till they're a little bit older. Right. And I kick myself for not holding him. Just one more year until yeah. he was ready. Right. Mm. But then now you've got this year and he started his ADHD medication that we fought to not, you know, we've tried every other avenue right. to not do that. And the dude is just killing school this year. I yeah, mean, he's, he's doing so good. Yeah. And I've heard that. I hated that, though. I, I hate that it took medication to get him to do that. Yeah. But, you know. We tried everything we could, too, man. Well, that's the right way to do it, man. I mean, you know, explore other options. Right. He's he's focused at school when he needs to be, and then he comes home and turns back into normal Jonah when he's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a monster when he's here. But, you know, why wouldn't he be? This is his safe place. Right. I sometimes <laughs> wish that he would 
behave like he does at school. I know, man. That's well. That's that's. I guess that's when you know you're doing it right. Is when other people are always saying like, "Oh man, your kids are so great." Right. You know, that's that's great. But I would love to see that. (laughs) At least if they're doing it out there, away from us, then we've taught them something. Right. So I was telling Scott that our daughter's friends. So they, um, I've gotten to be kind of close with the mom since they moved. They came here in. February, they relocated from Texas. Dad is a army recruiter. And so they have five kids. Mom's a stay-at-home mom. And we've just kind of gotten to have a good banter with each other. Mm -hmm. And it's nice because she doesn't make me feel bad about my parenting choices. And I sure (laughs) as shit don't make her feel bad about her parenting choices. Well, we've kind of started to develop that relationship. Like, hey, uh, our kids, can can we give them to you for like, you know, a couple hours? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she had an elective surgery that she had to do. It was outpatient a yeah. couple of weeks ago. And she's like, is there any way that just two girls can come over? I was like, absolutely. That's cool. fine. Yeah. Bring them over. Yeah. You know, I will help you however. That's awesome. And we all went trick-or-treating last night, and the girls wanted to go to we, another neighborhood with us. So yeah. we piled in the car and cool. went. So I did pictures yesterday morning for a, a local family. Mm-hmm. And while the kids were at their house... I keep hitting this. I'm sorry. I know. Watch I'm a hot, out. I'm a hot mess tonight. <laughs> Watch out. Andrea's a hand talker. She's I a talky, am. handy person. I am too sometimes. So okay. um, the kids were hanging out with the friend, the parent. And when I went, when I got done, I went there and just kind of hung out with them for a little bit because we were going to do like pumpkin stuff. And they were like, I think this was our excuse to carve pumpkins because the kids just went downstairs and played. And I was yeah. like, you know, we're, no worries. So you carved them anyway? They did. Mm-hmm. I didn't get yeah. to. but We didn't. The, the over p- it was over at their house. Their yeah. kids carved pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Our kids didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. they painted. They, pa- they all painted yeah, except they for painted. Dad. Dad did carve his pumpkin, which is super funny. And it's funny because I Scott hadn't met Dad yet, and I said Dad reminds me of Seth MacFarlane. That's who he looks like. He to does me. kind of does a he? little. He's bit. very nice. I mean, he's definitely military as far as like how he carries himself and and so forth. But mm-hmm. he's a really nice guy. He's got that firm military yes. handshake mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, you know that. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And so they. They took me back because I was sitting there at their their island and we were just talking and and they go, you know, we were we were discussing and we want to keep the kids for you so you can go away for a weekend just whenever coming up. And I looked at them <laughs> and I was like, you have five kids. Yeah, but what's two more? Yeah, right. When you have right. that many. When you got five. And I they're mean, like, yeah. We just know that that's a huge thing and that, you you know, you don't have anything here and, you know, you help us out and we help you out. I mean, because they've been a great as far as helping us out. We just kind of back and forth. That's awesome. Thing. And I keep telling her that, you know, one well, night. Our, our girls are best friends, too. Right. That that, that's how that's how they all met. Sure. Yeah. They were in first grade together, cool. which mm-hmm. was great. And they just kind of took to each other. And so now they're in, in second grade together and they don't as much at school but outside of school they're they're yeah, more they're together still buddies, yeah and so the dad was telling me that you know he'll have to probably move again coming up because that's what recruiters do yeah, and he said well probably sucks. 2022 mm. 2023 and i'm like you know you telling me that now makes me sad yeah but at least we'll get to you know form a, some good friendships in the meantime Absolutely. but just right. the fact that they wanted to keep our kids i'm like what <laughs> you're like I'm, and I would totally let them do it because I trust them. They're yeah. they're great parents and they're very, I mean, they were even telling me, I took their fall pictures here a few weeks ago. It was the same weekend I did yours. That they're thinking about having number six. And I was That's like. That's insane. How far are they what? spread out, the kids? Um, so ten? the oldest is 10. The next one is Katie's age. So seven. seven. And then they've got five, three, and, and then one. there's the little itty bitty baby. And she just turned one. Yeah. Man. So, and the f- oldest is from a previous relationship, but dad took him in, mm-hmm. and that's one of his, and... Does he call him dad? Oh, yeah. Yeah? That's oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. That's he, cool. His dad game is strong. I can understand why she wants more Yeah, babies. his his dad game <laughs> is... Good dad. His dad game is yeah, on point. he's a good dad. I mean, he was even really calm and, and smooth with Jonah, so over the summer, um, Jonah asked to ride their son's bike, and he said, yeah, go for it, and... And Ezekiel, the son, said, yeah, that's fine. You can ride the bike, whatever. And so Jonah's riding it around the school playground, and he got going too fast and couldn't turn it and Uh just right into the chain link fence. Mm. And, oh, my gosh, the kid was beat up. Yeah, he got scratched all up. The fence kicked his ass. And so I walk over to him, (laughs) and I'm like, are you okay? And, of course, Jonah being 
our son is like, (gasps) you know, having a cow. And he's like, I can't walk, mom. I was like, we'll get on the bike and I'll push you. (laughs) No, what a great mom. Right. Get on the bike and I'll push you. I can't walk, then ride a fucking bike, kid. (laughs) It gets better. So so dad walks over. He's in his fatigues. He'd just gotten off work and he walks over and he's like, I think you should. You know, he's like, just try pedaling a little bit. It'll help it go faster getting you over there. And before he knew it, he had like psyche Jonah and Jonah was riding the bike again. Nice. I mean, he was smooth. Yeah. And I looked at the mom and I was like, his dad game is strong. Yeah. Well, one thing <laughs> I've learned about being a dad is like, it's all about redirecting mm-hmm. as opposed to they don't want to hear you say, don't do that. Don't do that. But if you can distract them and point them in another direction. Sometimes that works. Hmm. I know wait. it doesn't always work. I know it doesn't always work. I will gladly. My kids aren't I've, as sophisticated I've, as I've yours ne- are I, yet. I've never had good luck with that. With the redirecting? Yeah. yeah. With, with misdirection. I've never had good luck with that with my kids. My kids have always, I don't, maybe they've, maybe it's because they can read me, I guess. I don't know. They've always seen right through it. Yeah. Sometimes for me, it's not even like misdirection so much as it's just like distraction. Like, hey, what was that over right. there? Even, and then they forget. It, no, mine don't. Yeah. Well, mainly it's because if it's like I'm, I'm trying to distract them from something they really want to do. And so they're like, they're hyper focused on, on yeah. that one thing. And so I'm like, hey, here's something shiny over here. They're like, yeah, I don't care. I want that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crap. Parenting, man, it's the toughest job in the world. I think. Oh, yes. And it's a lifetime commitment. Damn it. Yeah, you know, that's the, <laughs> that's the other thing I'm learning. I is, love you know, that. Damn it. Going into this thing, I thought, okay, this is going to be kind of, you yeah, know. I got a good 20 in me. This is going to be a struggle for the first few years. But <laughs> after we get in there. And then, like, the more parents I talk to, the more I hear, like, it doesn't get story. any Oh, that's easier. the worst. It gets worse. It gets worse. Yeah. But oh. here's the beauty for you is what I found out. Because you ha- you're a boy dad. So... They're pretty rambunctious when they're younger, but I hear when they get to be teens, it's not as bad. Whereas in our case, we have a female. Mm-hmm. Shoot me now because <laughs> it's seven. She's already moody. Oh, man. And opinionated. Yeah. Just wait till she, she hits seventh grade. She was listening to my headphones earlier, and I think it was like the Monster Mash or something. And man, she was wiggling her booty down the stairs. Was she? <laughs> she was jamming out to she Monster was, Mash. Yeah, huh? she was jamming out uh, hard. She had some sass in that ass. It was bad. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to teach one of my students. I tried to convince one of my students that we should learn Monster Mash for Halloween the other night, but I couldn't talk nope. her into it. No. Nope. You know, and I realized this. There's a million Christmas songs, but there's really not, there's not that a whole many. Lot. I mean, there's like Thriller, of course. You've got Superstitious, Thriller. Yeah, but even Superstitious right. to me yeah. doesn't really feel like a Halloween yeah. song. Well, this is Halloween. I always feel like there's Who's somebody that? watching me. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. I don't know that one. Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Halloween. Oh, from that movie. Nightmare okay. Before Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's like the title from that. Okay. <laughs> and both of you You've don't, never seen both, that movie? Both, I, I have but only I've because Jonah's it. watched it. It's not really. I've only I don't always been like on. the dark. Yeah. Uh, Tim Burton stuff doesn't a- attract to me. Like, yeah, like the James stop motion and the stuff. Giant Peach and yeah, not my thing. I never really got into that stuff either. But I know there's a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas fans out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a he's a pretty smart dude. That Tim Burton. Well, it just dawned on me the other day that the Blink One Eighty Two song when they say well something like Jack and Sally that that's a reference to Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. So shout out to Ashley for putting that on there because I was like, oh, because she was this was like another coworker that dressed up like um, what is it? Jack Pumpkin and Sally. Sure. Jack the Pumpkin King or whatever. Yeah. Is it Sally? It's not Sally Frankenstein, is it? I have no clue. But what's your favorite Halloween movie? Not like this, the franchise Halloween, but like what's your favorite scary movie? Scary, scary movie. Yeah, like a Halloween movie. Yeah. The original Halloween is is probably one of the best in terms of, like, just scare the shit out of you. Yeah. I don't know. I really enjoy that one. Yeah. almost. Why, why are you giving me the shaky head no-no? Because that's not a genre I like, so... Yeah. I'm not a big scary movie guy either, really. I don't... I used to be a lot, a, lot, a lot more into it. Yeah. But now as an adult, I'm like, meh. Scary movies for me now are almost always documentaries, like scary documentaries. Like real life? Real life shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
people are scary. Because that's people scarier. are scary, and real life is scary, and it's usually scarier than fiction. So there's this chick on social media. Her name's Bailey. I don't know what her last name is, but she does like makeup tutorials, and she talks about like the real scary people mm-hmm. and. Some of her stories, I told Scott. You mean it's like, like she tells stories, like it's actual like, scary like a stories. crime it's podcast, like drunk history makeup tutorial. But it's like it's so weird. Yes, huh. and it's interesting because this one story she was talking about was about this lady. I can't even remember her name, but it like I could care less about the makeup that she was doing, but just listening to her talk about it, yeah, was entertaining in itself. And I'm like, huh, who knew? Yeah, those uh, those those makeup tutorials are like a huge thing these days. Right. You know what makes me sad is that a lot of the makeup tutorials that they do that are done and they're like on top notch are all gay guys. Well, I mean, why wouldn't it be those guys? And those they and know what they're doing. There is a young boy who does them, and he puts makeup on better than I do, and I've been putting makeup on for at least twenty years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you've never broke it down like he has. That's right. He's broken it down almost to a art. science, right? It it's an, an art. art for him. Gay dudes, gay dudes know how to exactly. dress, man. Exactly. Yeah, it's all in the look. Yeah. Absolutely. So why wouldn't why why wouldn't those gay guys be that way? It just makes me sad. What I'm I don't like, understand is I can't tap into that. Well, I get that. Chicks love gay male friends, don't they? Oh, if you're yeah. if you're going artsy though, I don't I can't wrap my brain around those guys that can do flames. They could just say it on a piece of paper and grab a pen and just whoop, 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 and just whip out like fire and flames and shit. Jaina's dad? Yeah, he could do that. Can paint those. We things. have we have a friend that, that he does auto body work. Cool. Used and, to. Used to. Mm-hmm. And and would do that. Now he's Saint Nicholas. Yeah, he's Santa Claus now. Right on. We've talked like, about him before. Right. Does he play Santa Claus every like, year? Yeah. Yeah, he's become the local basically the local Santa Claus. Around around your, our old area. Okay, yeah. right. I was gonna say maybe my kids have been in his lap for No time or man, two. I doubt it. Oh. Unless think... you're driving three hours. No. But no. we've actually <laughs> when our kids were really little, we actually have drove three hours. He makes a good Santa. I he think does. he may have Santa. shown me that. I think he may yeah. have shown me a picture of that. And this before. is him in the off season. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, perfect. I went and got my hair cut the other day, and there was a, a Santa there. Yeah? And he was like, yep. And somebody was like, well, well, what did you get last time? And he's like, well, it's been a year since I've been here. I only get a haircut once a year. She's yeah. Like, well, why? And he goes, because it's Santa season. And yeah. he was all big blinging. Nice. And he looks over at me, and he was like, you'd make a good Santa, too, with that white coming in. And I was uh-huh. like, damn it. Oh, damn it. I got <laughs> sucked in. It's like, damn. Yeah. I am not going to become a Santa. I don't. You don't like kids. I don't like kids. To after be seeing after seeing Bad Santa, you know. No, I, I mean my kids are okay. Bad Santa's a pretty funny movie. <laughs> Do you need to take a break? Doesn't matter. Yeah, we can take a break. Take a break. Let's yeah. break it. Let's break it. Let's break it. Subscribers get bonus content and early access to episodes. Find out more at Patreon.com/slash The Old Seventy Seven Podcast. Call or text the Old 77 listener line at 573-246-0779. Thanks for listening to the one and only Old 77.